Greetings, brothers and sisters, in the name of Yahweh, the Father of our Savior and Master, Yeshua Hamashiach. Today is a wonderful day, and I thank Him for waking me up today and giving me the strength to present the Word. He is awesome. He is worthy to be praised from the rising of the sun until the going down of the same. I know you agree with me on this one because without Him, we are nothing. The Word today is entitled, Stony Ground Christians. Stony Ground Christians. What an interesting topic, you will say, evangelist. Well, stay tuned and you will know where we go with this. Amos chapter 8, verse 11 and 12 says, Behold, the days come, saith Yahweh Elohim, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of Yahweh. And they shall wander from sea to sea, and from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of Yahweh, and shall not find it. This is a very serious, solemn, and somber word. You know, we take for granted so many things. We take for granted Yeshua, the Son of the Most High. We take for granted His death on the cross of Calvary. We take for granted His word. He who became flesh, the word of Yahweh became flesh, dwelt among us and he was rejected. Many times I buy bread. Many times I put the bread on the fridge. And sometimes the bread stays there for so long. Sometimes I leave them on the counter and so busy, eat different things and I do not even eat the bread that I buy. The bread gets moss. It grows old man bare as you know it. It gets stale and I discard them. Many times I find myself throwing away the bread that I bought to eat. I have taken for granted the ease at which I can get bread from the bakery or the supermarket. But a day will come when I will need that very bread that I have discarded so often. I usually hear my mom say when I was growing up, willful waste make woeful want. So brothers and sisters, today many people are taking for granted Yahweh's grace and his mercy, not studying his word, not reading his word, but the day will come when people will break into the churches, break down the church doors just to be in the presence of Yahweh, but it will be too late because now is the time when you should be developing a relationship Men and women should be developing a relationship with their Heavenly Father and our Master and Savior, Yeshua. Not to wait until the signs are clearly showing that Yeshua is on His way or that probation has been closed. Brothers and sisters, this is a warning to many. This is a warning to not take Yeshua's word lightly. We will get back to the word after this you're listening to proclaim gospel coming to you from tortola british virgin islands your host is evangelist joel gums Welcome back to Proclaim Gospel. The word again today is stony ground Christians. What kind of Christian are you? 
Are you a Christian who is fruitful? Are you a Christian who is living the word? Or are you just a Christian who is a hearer and not a doer? Let us proceed and see where this word takes us today. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, as we look at your word today, a very important word, I pray that you will open though the hearts of men and women, boys and girls, that your mighty angels will push back the forces of darkness, the evil forces that will prevent men and women from accepting your word as divine. Touch hearts, change lives, and save souls, I pray, in your son's name with thanksgiving. Amen. John 1 Verse 1, 11, and 13. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with Yahweh, and the Word was Yahweh. He came unto his own, and his own received him not, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of Yahweh. If you desire to be a son of Yahweh, you must be born again, for flesh and blood cannot enter into the kingdom of Yahweh. So when Yahweh enters into your life, by the reading of his word, his spirit saturates you, recreates you, and reconciles you and bring you at one moment with the Father and his Son. Nicodemus was told by Yeshua, Except ye be born again, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of Yahweh. It is not by the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of Yahweh. This is receiving the word. It's a three-part segment, receiving the word, feeding on the word, and power of the word. And we are now dealing with receiving the word. Yeshua told a parable in Luke chapter 8, and we shall look at it. Luke chapter 8, and I'm reading from verse 4. When a great multitude had gathered, and they had come to him from every city, he spoke a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trampled down, and the birds of the air devoured it. Some fell on rock, and as soon as it sprang up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. But others fell on good ground. There's always that but. But others fell on good ground, sprang up, and yielded a crop a hundredfold. When he had said these things, he cried, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. What a master teacher! Yeshua is in fact the Son of the Most High. He spoke with authority. He knew what he was doing. He came to do his Father's will and he spoke with such authority that even the scribes, the Pharisees, the hypocrites were pricked to their hearts whenever he spoke and they said, Never a man spoke like this man with such authority. Listen to the word of Yahweh today. We will dissect this as we go down. Now Yeshua, when he had given this parable, he gave the meaning of the parable. And in verse 11 to 15, he says, Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of Yahweh. Those by the wayside are the ones who hear. Then the devil comes and take away the word out of their hearts. 
lest they should believe and be saved. This is very frightening. Many people go to church. Many people are saved, so they say. They are baptized. They are seemingly walking the Christian walk and talking the Christian talk and dressing the Christian dress. But sometimes many of them come in on the the excitement of the moment. They are invited to tent meetings. They listen to the music, the great music, the good preaching, and all the fanciful things that they see, the sweet fellowship. And when the tent meetings are finished and they go back into the church, the regular congregation, the regular church services, you cannot find them because why? The word was not planted deep within them and they have left the church because they came in under such great excitement but because I blame the church I blame the church for this because of the excitement not being continued when I say excitement we brought them in on the excitement with bible studies under the tents the best musicians we bring them in on the so many different segments of worship and when we go back to the congregation or regular churches and everything goes back to normal all the dust has settled you cannot find these people so it seems as if they were they were baited because of the way we presented to them that this is how we are all the time and these people now if you do not truly have a relationship with Yeshua, if you have not come in because of a hungering and a thirsting after the word of Yahweh and for the kingdom of heaven to seek salvation, if you do not come in under this condition, then many sadly will go out the back door. Let me continue now before I get ahead of myself. Verse 13 but the ones on the rock are those who, when they hear, receive the word with joy. And these have no root, who believe for a while and in time of temptation fall away. They are like the waves on the sea, tossed about by the wind. When the temptation comes, they fall away. Remember the song, The wise man built his house upon the rock. And the foolish man built his house upon the sand. And the waves come in and hit against the, the house that was built upon the rock and it stood fast. But the man who built his house upon the sand, it was washed away. This is what it is to be a Christian. When you receive the word, you are on solid ground. But if you come in because of looking for maybe a wife or a girlfriend, or you're not coming in because you are serious, this is what will happen. You are building your house upon sand. Verse 14. Now the ones that fell on the thorns, or the one that fell among thorns, are those who, when they have heard, go out and are choked with cares, riches, and pleasures of life, and bring no fruit to maturity. Yes, I see this happen many times, and you may have seen this happen too. They come into the church, filled with excitement, and when they go back out, or after a little while, they are again drowned by the things of the world, the, the lust of the eyes and the lust of the world, the glitter and the glamour and the earring and the, and the jewelry and the makeup and the short skirt and the, the girls and the music, they get all enthralled again by the things of life and they are drowned out. The thorns, as it were, the sinful thorns of the world just choke them out and they have gone back out into the world. This is Yeshua himself saying this. 
This is not the preacher speaking this. This is Yeshua himself. So yes, Yeshua said that he will make us fishers of men, that we may make disciples. And he said that we must pray therefore of Yahweh, that he will send forth laborers into the harvest, for the harvest is truly ripe, but the laborers are few. He said that these people that we bring in, many of them will come, but many of them will go back out. However, he knows those who will be saved because he is Lord of Lords. Yes, he is Lord of Lords and King of Kings. He knows who will be saved because he said, my word shall not return unto me void. So we still have to go out and spread the gospel. We are not to judge and decide who to bring the gospel to, but we must bring it to every man, every part of the world, every corner of the world. This gospel would be preached for witness unto all nations, and then the end shall come. Verse 15 says, But the ones that fell on the good ground are those who, having heard the word with a noble and good heart, kept it and bear fruit with patience. Praise the name of Yahweh. That there's somebody who would hear the word, who would believe the word, who would accept the word, and who would live the word. These are the ones whom fell on good ground. Oh yes, praise the name of the Mosai. So your labor and my labor will not be in vain because many will still accept the word. So in the parable that we just read, the word is likened to a simple seed. When you take a seed, let's look at an, a mustard seed, or let's look at a, a mango seed, or an apple seed. Whatever seed you choose to look at, the word is likened to a simple seed. It abided alone all by itself. But it must die in order for fruit to come forth. So we must die to self. And when we die to self, the miracle and the mystery of salvation will just spring up and grow up within us like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth its fruit in its season. Brothers and sisters, this is the word of Yahweh. A seed can be defined as a germ or a reproductive source of anything. In the first stage of our reproductive process, changing from sinful human beings into perfect reflections of Yeshua HaMashiach, how we receive him into our hearts, our daily lives, and our minds is to the utmost importance, and we need to get a good grasp on this. As I said, John 1, 11 and 13, he came to his own, and his own did not receive him who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of Yahweh. And then John 8, 31 says, Then Yeshua said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And verse 32, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. You can only know who Yahweh is by the word. You can only know who Yeshua is by accepting him. And you can only know the truth if you immerse yourself in the word, the living word, the word that changes and saves from the guttermost to the uttermost. Isn't this wonderful, brothers and sisters? This was receiving the word. And now we're going to go to feeding on the word. And we're going to look at John chapter 6. John chapter 6, and we're going to look at verse 41 onward. 
The Jews then complained about him because he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. Verse 42. And they said, Is not this Yeshua the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How is it then that he says, I have come down from heaven? Yeshua therefore answered and said unto them, Do not murmur among yourselves. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up at the last day. It is written in the prophets, And they shall be taught by Yahweh. Therefore, everyone who has heard and learned from the Father comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father, except he who is from Yahweh. He has seen the Father. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me has everlasting life. I am the bread of life. Your fathers ate the manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which comes down from heaven that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. And the bread that I shall give is my flesh, which I shall give for the life of the world. Wow, this is awesome. Let's go back to the top and dissect this and take a forensic approach or a forensic look at this word. The text that Yeshua quotes in John 6, uh, 45 is Isaiah 54, 13. You can look at that. Where Yahweh makes a covenant with Israel saying that all will be taught of Yahweh. How can you be taught of Yahweh? We will be taught of Yahweh by reading his word, by praying for enlightenment, and allowing his Holy Spirit to guide us into all truth. Yes, that is how he teaches us, by writing his law, his word, upon our hearts. The word is more than just a combination of alphabetical letters written in ink or paper or on paper. Listen to me what I'm saying today. The words that are communicated are spirit and they are life. They are a source of light in a world full of darkness. Hear the word of Yahweh. There is nothing in this world that can give more quality and richness to an individual's personal life than the word. This is especially true when the word is applied within the personal parts of one's life. Oh yes, the personal parts of one's life. Your mind, your thoughts, your actions, your behavior, your will, your passion, whatever you think of, whatever you dream of, it will become a part of your life. It will guide you as David said, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. He says by the study of the word of Yahweh, he is more wiser than his teacher. And the scripture says that the fear of Yahweh is the beginning of wisdom. If you want wisdom, read the word of Yahweh, study the word of Yahweh, live the word of Yahweh, and he will give you wisdom because you seek after it like hidden treasures. And when you seek, you shall find. This is the word of Yahweh, brothers and sisters. So it is important to understand what Yeshua is saying here. People consume bread and water periodically every day for energy and sustenance. I love bread. I love warm bread, hot bread. Everybody love hot bread and butter or hot bread and cheese. But Yahweh is saying, Yeshua is saying, I am more than the bread which came down in the wilderness that I gave to the children of Israel and they ate of it and are dead. And we are eating of this physical bread and we are dying. But when we take part of the spiritual bread, which is Yahweh's son himself, Yeshua, Hamashiach, 
our Savior and Master. We shall not die, but we shall live when we have a hungering and a thirsting after His Word and the water of life. When we drink of it, when we partake of it, we shall be filled, brothers and sisters, and we shall never hunger. So without the physical bread, the human body weakens. Likewise, hear me now. Likewise, the Christian for the Christian, our spiritual bodies will be malnourished without good health if we do not consume Yeshua and the words he has for us. We will become anemic. We will be filled with spiritual malnutrition. We will look depraved. We will look like we are starving. It behooves, it behooves us to eat of this bread. Eat it up. Eat it. It represents the body of Yeshua, the broken body. And that when we eat this bread, when we eat of it and we partake of this bread of life, oh, brothers and sisters, we will grow stronger. We will grow stronger, smarter, bolder, and we will present Yahweh's word also to those who are hungering for it. For we are just beggars telling other beggars where they can find this bread of life, this life-saving bread of Yahweh. John 6, 41 to 51 says, The Jews then complained about him because he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. These people were so blinded. They were so full of themselves and they said, isn't he the son of Joseph the carpenter? So they already began to discriminate against the king of kings and master of masters because of his background, because of who he came from, humble and poor parentage. But brothers and sisters, he came poor that you and I might become rich. But they were blinded by the things of life. They were blinded by their own spirituality. They were blinded by their own self-righteousness that they could not see. He is the living bread indeed which came down from heaven. We have got to live by faith and we have got to accept Yeshua. We have got to accept him for who he said he is. And do not doubt for when we doubt him, all doubters will be cast into the lake of fire. So in verse 53, Yeshua says, Then Yeshua said unto them, Most assuredly I say to you, Unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. This is the bread which came down from heaven, not as your fathers did eat manna and are dead. Oh yes, my brothers and sisters, this bread that you eat and you partake of is eternal life. Now there's power in the word. And we will look at John chapter 14. John 14, 12 to 14 says, Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these will he do, because I go to my Father. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Verse 12 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. So hear what I'm saying to you, brothers and sisters. Hear the word of Yahweh. If you are connected to Yahweh, the power that the Son has from the Father and the power that the Son has, we have that power. For he said he came to do not his will, but his Father's will. He said, my Father is greater than I am. And he prayed in John 17 that we would be one 
with him as he is with the father. We will be one in him. And he said, whatever you ask of me, if you said to this mountain, mountain, be thou removed and cast into the midst of the sea, it shall be removed. We have such power within us because the word of Yahweh says, whatever we ask of him, believing, we shall receive it. And he said, greater works we shall do because he goes to his father in heaven. Greater works we shall do. He said, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. What are you afraid to ask Yeshua for? Once we are connected to Yeshua, we must bring forth fruit. He said, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. In other words, without this bread, you are anemic, you are starved, you are depraved, you are suffering from spiritual malnutrition. You understand the word of Yahweh now? You understand Yeshua what he's saying? He said, if you abide in me and I abide in you, you can ask whatever you want. He said, this is how his father will be glorified when we bear much fruit and we will prove that we are his disciples. Without a daily consumption of Yeshua's word, the Savior says that it is impossible to do anything within the spiritual realm. Demons will laugh at you when you go to pray and cast out demons out of people who are possessed. I know you have heard of story where demons chased people, ripped their clothes off of them and slapped them off. Yes, you have heard of demons who mocked people who prayed to get them out. But Yeshua is saying, once you are in me and you eat of my bread, you will bear much fruit and my father will be glorified. So you can do nothing in the spiritual realm unless you are partaking of this spiritual bread. Without Yeshua, we can never gain victory over our incredibly selfish hearts. Yes, we were born selfish and we die poor. Without Yeshua, we cannot heal the brokenhearted. Hear the word of Yahweh speaking to you today. Without Yeshua, the Son of the Most High, we cannot heal the brokenhearted or set any captives free or even set ourselves free from slavery to sin. This is a hard blow. This is a deep word. Without Yeshua, we cannot heal the brokenhearted or set any captives free or even set ourselves free from slavery to sin. The greatest evidences of the word being made flesh in the Christian life are the changes and reformation that lives go through when applying Galatians 2 verse 20. It says here, I have been crucified with Yeshua Hamashiach. It is no longer I who live, but Yeshua who lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of Yahweh who loved me and gave himself for me. So the life we live is wrapped up and tangled up in the Son of Yahweh. And whenever we open our mouth and say any word to anybody who is depressed, who is suicidal, who is in the hospital bed sick, those who are discouraged, despondent, dispirited, feeling depressed, agony and grief. When we open our mouths to them, they feel the life coming from us. They feel the transfer of power coming from the word of life from our lips into them and revive them, rejuvenate them and refresh them. Do you understand what I'm saying today? And therefore, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, if any man be in Yeshua, he is a new creation. 
old things have passed away. The old life has passed away. The Holy Spirit, Ruach HaKodesh, has recreated you. All the things have passed away. The old selfish life, the old sinful life, the old rebellious life, the old immoral life, that will pass away. He says, behold, all things have become new. You are a new creature, a new creation with the power of Yahweh within you. Demons will tremble when you open your mouth. Demons will tremble when I open my mouth because we have the power of Yahweh within us by consumption of his bread, bread of life. We've got the power and the gates of hell shall not prevail against Yahweh's people. As I come to the end, the evidence seen within the personal life of that word, indeed, within us and we within him, is a new life. There is no argument whatsoever. It empowers us to overcome habits that for years have held us down with what seem like unbreakable shackles. Oh yes, brothers and sisters, can you identify with what I've just said? That word, that life-given word within us and through us empowers us to overcome bad habits that for many years we have prayed for, we have cried for, we have mourned, we have groaned, we have begged Yahweh for deliverance and he has delivered us from those chains, those chains that seems impossible to break, bad habits, the places we have gone to, the relationships that we were involved in, the things that we have said, the things that we have eaten. Oh yes, brothers and sisters, we could not break them, but Yahweh through his word and the power of his word, life-given power, helped us to break those shackles for whomsoever the son has set free is free indeed the thoughts and the feelings towards spiritual things completely change and we fall in love with him we fall in love with the principles of heaven our greatest passions that rule the minds of the majority of the masses are brought into submission to the power of Yahweh's Holy Spirit. Let me say this again. Our greatest passions that rule the minds of the majority of the masses are brought into submission to the power of the Holy Spirit. This is all done through Him who is the Word. Whenever we ask Him to recreate us anew, moment by moment, every day. This he is more than capable of doing until we fully mature into the fullness of his glory when he comes to take us home. Would you say amen, brothers and sisters? I will ask you three questions and then I would pray. What are some of the tangible ways in which you can commune with Yeshua through his word? That's number one. Number two. Why is it so important that you understand that how you receive Yeshua affects your relationship with him? And the final question, number three. What is some evidence in your life so far that points to the word recreating you anew? Let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your word today. Your word transforms. Your word recreates. Your word, Father in heaven, strengthens your word protects your word heals your word oh heavenly father revives and restores and reconciles for the entrance of your words giveth light it giveth understanding unto the simple oh yes it giveth understanding unto the simple the psalmist says I opened my mouth and panted for I longed for thy commandments he says order my steps in your word 
and let not any iniquity have dominion over me. Yahweh, your word is life. Your word changes. Your word says, if any man be in Yeshua, he's a new creature. He is a new creation. All the things are passed away. Oh yes, all things have become new because of your word that recreates. Your word governs us, Father in heaven. I thank you for your word and I pray that those who have heard your word today would accept your life-changing word, would eat your bread of life, the spiritual bread, Father in heaven, and that they will hunger not after the material bread, but after the bread from heaven, your son, Yeshua. And when they have partaken, when they have eaten your word, the bread of life would be saved in your eternal kingdom. This is my prayer, Father in heaven, in your son's name, with thanksgiving, amen. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, P.O. Box 336, Rowtown Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at ProclaimGospelVI at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1-284-547-4601. If you desire Bible studies or prayer, please contact us. Yahweh bless you.